December 24th. Who do you say that I am? Matthew chapter 16. If Jesus were to ask you today, who do you say that I am? What would you reply? A good person? A wise man? A prophet? The Messiah? The Son of God? Jesus did ask this very question to his disciples. Reading from Matthew chapter 16. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But you, he asked them, Who do you say that I am? Matthew 16, verses 13 to 15, HCSB version. William Wolfe has stated that the most powerful question one can ask a spiritually hungry soul is, who do you think Jesus is? This brings immediate clarity to the most important question in life. When Jesus asked, question, asked the question of his disciples, he heard some of the limited views that others had of him. But his apostles had seen firsthand the countless miracles Jesus performed, far surpassing anything God had done in the past to verify the authenticity of any of the prophets. And they had observed Jesus' character 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and would have noticed any human failings, sins, or shortcomings, if he had them. He did not. Peter, the only disciple brave enough to get up out of a storm-tossed boat to walk upon the waves, spoke up. Reading from Matthew 16, Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus responded, Simon, son of Jonah, you are blessed, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. Matthew 16, verses 16 to 17. Jesus would later state that unless the Father draws us, none of us would come to faith in Christ. That's in John chapter 6, verse 44. This is sometimes referred to as God's provenient grace. It is a gift, a preparation of our hearts to recognize Christ for who he is and for the willingness to reach out to him in faith. Peter's would become the first of many to recognize and proclaim the divinity of Jesus, the Messiah. His fledging faith is the bedrock upon which the entire kingdom of heaven continued to grow and spread throughout the world. Reading, continuing from Matthew 16, And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the forces of Hades will not overpower it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth, is already bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth is already loosed in heaven. That's Matthew 16, 18 to 19. Peter was certainly given an impressive role and responsibility in God's new kingdom. With the foundation of his new church now firmly planted, Jesus would begin to reveal to his disciples the true mission of his first coming, to serve as the atonement for the sins of all believers before, during, and after his earthly ministry. Peter, more focused on Jesus' future role as the king of a new and eternal government, did not approve of this mission and tried to change Jesus' mind. Given the extreme nature of the suffering that Jesus knew he was about to face, this must have served as a strong temptation for him to avoid. In fact, it was one of many ways that Satan would attempt to sidetrack and foil God's plan to provide salvation for so many people through faith in Jesus' cleansing sacrifice. As Jesus goes on to explain in Matthew 16, 
From then on, Jesus began to point out to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders, chief priests, and scribes, be killed and be raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Oh no, Lord, this will never happen to you. But he turned and told Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me because you're not thinking about God's concerns, but man's. Matthew 16, verses 21 to 23. Peter got a sharp correction, but he was not the only one. One time, as I was planning to make an excuse to get out of an upcoming prison ministry weekend, I turned on a Christian radio station and immediately heard these same words, You are thinking of the things of man, not the things of God. Ouch. I changed my mind, decided to go, and experienced one of the most spiritually wonderful weekends of my entire life. If we're brave enough to ask someone who Jesus is to them, spiritual doors may be opened through the power of his name. We may not see results, and they may reject us, but God's grace will still be at work. It may take the courage of Peter to speak up, but with God's help, it could be the turning point in someone's life journey. May God help us to do so. Reflection. Who is Jesus to you? Let us pray. Father God, grant us the courage to speak up and to ask people who Jesus is to them. Their life will get incredibly better if we do speak up and they eventually become believers. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And have a blessed and beautiful day in the Lord today.